you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. What is up, my fellow actors? Ralph something Big J Okerson. Guess what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rap legend. You know how street cred I have in the rap yo, world? Yo, yo, yo. The G, the G Wiz. The G Wiz the house. Fucking, the Glide G- Wizard in the house. The Glide Wizard's about to take over, yo. You know, in my hip-hop b-boy life mm-hmm. that I lived for many, many years, and yeah. in the movies and the, and the records yeah. and all that stuff. But your B stood for bottom. You were a bottom boy. <laughs> the bottom. Yeah, you would lay yeah. down and let men <laughs> take your ass. Yes. Well, there's not. Wait a minute. Is that not what it stands for? It's not what it stands for. Well, Ralph. we've got problems. I got to rethink my whole childhood. By the way, can you tell that the rappers aren't here anymore? That we're making all these gay jokes <laughs> that we've never made in front uh, of them. It's fucking Melly Mel, man. Goddamn first MC, Melly Mel. And spoiler alert: Ralph pushed him. <laughs> I get it because he's he close, to, close the to, the edge. to the edge. Close to the edge. That's the joke right there. Pow, Shannon, zoom. Did your nips get hard when I made that joke? Uh, yep. You, you didn't <laughs> like my joke, but that joke you like? Fuck see. you, Shannon. They're called pokies on the internet. What? What's happening with Shannon right now with her nips peeking through like uh, that? Pokies? They're called pokies. Well, that sounds like you don't go on the nip slip.com? On top of all pokey? No. God, you're an old gentleman. <laughs> all right, look. If you love Melly Mel like I do, you could have heard this five days earlier commercial free. If you weren't an asshole and taking asshole everything, and taking now everything for free. YouTube or where Google Play or some shit if like you that. some Spotify. scavenger. Uh, but you know what? Just listen. But if you go to guess, you know it is free though. April fifth, my special. What kind dog of dog belly coming out? It's a special event. Dog belly. Dog belly on YouTube. On YouTube. Live from Skankfest. Live from Skankfest. Free. Uh, use the code SDR get twenty percent off, or don't just keep listening. And you know what? Right now, before you listen, also look up that YouTube video. Why not? Why not? Play them both at the same time. Why not? Run it over and over again. Here it is, right now, Melly Mel, on the SDR show. This is the intro to the shit show. Alrighty, it is the SDR show, sex, drugs, and rock and roll show. I am Ralph Sutton, directly across from me, Mr. Big J Ogerson, and maybe at like a like a what are we gonna say? Fifteen like degrees. Fifteen degrees to my left, uh, Mr. Big J Ogerson. Which, by the way, I'm just gonna say at the top of this, a week away from your comedy special coming out. This comes out next Wednesday. That's why I'm trying to trying to say it where I was right about it. Yes. Yeah. So well, I uh, want to make sure you're right. Yeah, I was right. I know. I, I need listen. people to watch the shit out of it immediately. I'm learning all this. You got to watch. You got to comment. You got to share. Can I just First if I day. just put it on loop or I'm just watch on my house? It's just starting over and over again. Is that good or doesn't help? It's like it's. I don't want false numbers either. But uh, I'm doing Rogan the day before, so the Rogan bump should hopefully get it, get it out of the gates good. Right. That's awesome. Um. So. Very rare <laughs> to be able to say this on the show uh, when you have a fucking, not only a legend, we're going to say like uh, a creator almost, I would say. I think it's fair. Grammy award winner, fucking legendary rapper. Uh, I mean, I don't know what I'll say. Technically, the first MC. Technically, sure. the first MC. Coined the uh, term. Coined the term. So many unique things and phenomenally interesting things about this guy. The king of fucking hip hop. It is goddamn Melly Mel in the studio. How are Melly you? Melly Mel is in the studio, baby. Ooh, ooh. The jacket, the, 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 the shoes. Oh, my God. 
The Fu Manchu mustache. You got to know what's going on. White suit. <laughs> yeah. White suit. It's, it's got to be hard to maintain such a bright, white, perfect suit. Uh, you see, and, and I, I want everybody to know I got $2. I ain't, <laughs> we ain't trying to go low profile. We, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you get nervous with such a bright, white, perfect suit when you walk around anything that dust comes by, it's going gonna, it's gonna to tarnish the suit. No, nah, for some reason, I have uh, good luck with white. Like in the gym, I wear white most of the time. Like this is what white not. people, excuses they use to not wear white because we look horrible in it. <laughs> see? We become translucent. You can see our face veins. <laughs> Ralph, there's nothing cooler than New Edition at the Apollo wearing their white suits doing If It Isn't Love when they came back together. With Johnny Gill. Yeah, it's, they look amazing. If it was me, you, and three of our goofy white friends. And I'm saying it would look like we look like boss hogs. Yeah, you could look cool as shit like Melly Mel, or we look like boss hog. Yeah, look like we look like idiots. He looks cool as shit. That's yeah. basically what it boils down to. It's not that, and also, no way on earth I could pull that off. But, but that was fucking cool. Yeah, cool so you have too. to be different. Like you know, I was trying to you know come with a different. Cause I don't want to. I don't want to ever get caught in mistaken identity. I never bought a pair of Timberlands. I never you know wore the uptowns. You know the big white T-shirts. I never. You know, actually, if I see, like, six black guys doing one thing, I'm going to try to do something else. And and that's how hip-hop got started. Well, that, by the way, (laughs) let's get into this, which is wild. So, hip-hop, rap, basically, you're creating it. It's different than anyone now that's trying to improve upon what's already been laid out. Right. When you're actually, the first flyer ever to say MC was you. Right, yeah, absolutely. See, it's he just, did his homework. It's fucking man. wild to me that that like the idea of saying I'm going to put that on a flyer and it's never been done before. Why is that so funny? It's not. Shannon, isn't it just funny hearing Ralph talk rap? He really just he looks like a school guidance counselor. Well, I, I watched a I like, as an MC. If you could tell me, Melly Mel. Well, look, DJ, the, that guy Vlad, who's the whitest guy. Bobby, in the why world. is your beard shaved off? Did your boyfriend beat he you accidentally? Up or he accidentally shaved off his beard. Wow, it doesn't happen. He used the wrong setting on his fucking razor. And then he had to go all in. No, he thought the dildo was the razor. And that's when it went wrong. Well, that's why, was, that's why he was late last that. week. He was just sucking <laughs> on a dildo for an hour. I was like, Bobby, get out of there. Dildoes and stuff. <laughs> so if this is a dildo, that means my toothbrush must be. <laughs> Wait a second. And the, and the microwave must have. Oh, no. Uh, Sorry, Ralph. Back to uh, yeah. Ralph, Ralph keeping it real on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny, by the way? Hip-hop. It's going to come up eventually, so I'm going to say it anyway, because um, Jay's going to make fun of me. Um, the, there was a... I was a breakdancer in 84, really? right? And I He's really, probably heard of you. He probably heard of you. <laughs> Tell me your nickname. He probably heard of you. Let's do this. Let's jump into it right away. So you, obviously, one of the first... I think the first rapper to win a Grammy, right? Because of the Chaka Khan, I feel for you. You Absolutely. want to go, right? Absolutely. Okay. So, Shannon, when you play you this clip... It, now, you might be right. I might be wrong. I say Chaka Khan. Chaka. You're doing Chaka. I think it's Chaka. <laughs> I think it's Chaka. Well, it's uh, Shaka Khan. Shaka Chaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. I lost my streak. Ralph's doing it. All right, so listen, dude. When the, first of all, I would like to ask you, how the fuck did that come about? Did she come to you? Like, where did that, how did that come to happen? Well, that, that song actually was, uh, it was Arif Mardin's idea. I don't know if you know Arif Mardin. Mm-hmm. He's like, um... He was a, a famous producer, but he was he, uh, uh, back then. He was about eighty years old, like he might have been in his seventies, eighties. But it was his idea. 
Really? Shaka didn't want to do the song. I really, you know, I mean, we all was in love with Shaka Khan, you know, so sure. she was like the diva, you know, the, the you know, the voluptuous, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh uh but I I was stuck on the song. I didn't really know what to, but it was it was it was a Reef Mardin's idea to put it together. And then a, a guy Reggie Griffin that used to be with Sugar Hill, he arranged it and you know, he told me what to say as far as the rap and we just put it together. I never I had never seen Shaka Khan. Oh, and, really? and they, yeah, they flew the two inch in and they put it all together. And I was uh, at the Roxy. I got in a yellow cab because I was too high to drive. And I'm driving uptown and I heard the, the song. And I'm thinking, you know, because I, I was fucked up. I mean, so I'm thinking I'm hallucinating. But it, and it was the song. And then the, ne- the next time I seen Shaka Khan, I flew from London like 16 hours to go to the Grammys to do the song with Shaka Khan. Nice. Wow. So that was the first time I'd ever seen her at I, the Grammys. I just saw her at Sirius a couple weeks ago. She was mm-hmm. outside. It was like a crowd gathered around her. She's voluptuous is the right word, but she's tiny. Is she tiny? There was a uh, tiny. I, never, I, I never thought she was really she, small. Yeah, she's she's. Uh, so when the video first came out, still beautiful. You by might the way. know and have some insight in this. I don't know. There was a video that was only played like for a week or two. And then they pulled it because I think, I don't know, I've heard stories because she was too drunk in it. It would look too low budget. And then they redid it with a much more bigger budget video. But this is why I'm saying this. There's a breakdancer in that video that was part of my, my crew. See, that's his claim to fame. Yeah, so he missed yeah, a cut yeah. on the Shaka Khan. I know a guy who did a head spin. <laughs> you know, but play the video because this video, by the way, when I first looked for, I looked for this video a few times, you can't find it anywhere. It just went back up online. Just play this one clip. Uh, you show your friend. You're going to show yeah, us your friend? Watch, watch your friend. Hey, that's Steve. There he goes, right there on the left. That's oh. Joel Brett from IBM, Incredible Body Mechanics, right there. Oh, my God. Was there not enough black people doing hip-hop yeah. for these little Jewish kid from <laughs> New York? <laughs> Everyone's embarrassed by that. You just made Shaka Khan upset. <laughs> that's insane. Wow. That's my friend Joel Lowenstein. Joel. Joel. Wow. Oh, he's a pediatric dentist. And then now. maybe maybe they pulled it, pulled the video because they wanted him on white kid dancing in the video. Ralph also tells us he was in Crush Groove, but he I was wasn't. in Crush Groove. Yeah, I was in Crush Groove. <laughs> he wasn't though. I was with him with that kid right there in Crush Groove. Neither of you were in Crush Groove then. <laughs> right, you almost was in Crush Groove. Well, Ralph said he's thing. in the audience scene. We of filmed when they the perf- scene the whole Fat day perform. in the audience when the Fat Boys were performing, and they cut a lot of that scene. He was standing by the bathroom. They kept asking in me to Crush leave. Groove. <laughs> Insane. It's like, oh, Scooby, could you get away from the bathroom? <laughs> what's, what's going on there? Don't you guys, steal no toilet yeah. paper. Is that Crush Groove? So I want to get back to some interesting Who's facts the disco I, find, three? I find out about you. <laughs> so when Rapper's Delight first came out, it was like the, it was a great, it was a hit. It made, it made um, rap somewhat mainstream. Right. But to most rappers, it was goofy. It was a goofy song, right? It was a little... A little too sing-songy. It wasn't feel any. There was no street cred behind Which those one? people. Rappers delight, right? Right. And then what I do think it did is it opened the doorway, absolutely, so that all of a sudden, like, oh, maybe we can act. This can become something now, and that's what <laughs> pa- basically paved the way for the message. Is that is that a fair assessment? Uh, yeah. But like any any uh, a rapper that was out there, we thought that rappers delight was the worst piece of shit that we ever that we ever heard. It was also eighty five lyric. It was yeah. eighty five verse. You but also on a forty five. The, the lyrics were all stolen too, right? I mean, so much so well, that no, no, Hank, 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 Hank's, uh, Hank Hank's one. took uh, Kaz's right. lyrics. But uh, uh, at the time, and then people would come up and they would say, well, "Y'all should do a record like that." We would be like, "Why would we make a piece of shit like that?" <laughs> But it, it, but you you heard it like every sure. you know every ten feet like it was yeah. probably the hottest record I ever heard. And I mean to this day it's still a great record. But right. uh, you know 
see, we thought we were in the in an advanced stage, so it went over our heads. It's like you know, I think what's interesting of the uh, of the early '80s uh, rap too is the influence. When we had a uh, Daryl from Run DMC in here before too, he had uh, the influence of almost like the punk and heavy metal on hip hop in the beginning down to the clothes. I always thought like the outfit you're wearing in the message video is so like rock and roll inspired with the big spike, the big long spike bracelets and everything. Well, well, uh, back then we was hanging out down here. Uh, the guy that used to make the clothes, he had a loft on uh, Ab- uh, uh, 7th Street and Avenue D. Oh. So we used to go to the mud club and, you know, we used to, we used to hang out down here. So that, that was our whole... You know, being that we did, we didn't play instruments, so every time it was a lull in the action, somebody'd be like, "Where's the guitar player? <laughs> Who's the drummer?" So we had to come up with like a little gimmick, and that that's what it was—the spikes and the leathers. You know, being that the guy we was living, he made leathers anyway, so that was our whole little image that we put together just to. Who, Mickey? Yeah, yeah. But not not this Mickey. This Mickey. <laughs> this Mickey steals. <laughs> and the only reason why he's here right now is so he won't so steal you know, so shit. You know, so you know where right. your wallet is. So if he's here, you know where your wallet is. No, if he, if he was out there, he'd be stealing your <laughs> shit. <laughs> so thank Mr. Mel. Like, Thanks, Mel, for bringing him in. Yeah, so he's, he wrote here that Sugar Hill made the record and it, it made it commercial radio be allowed to play hip-hop. Which yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it did. It commercialized hip-hop, right? Yeah. It made it okay. All of a sudden, it was okay to play hip-hop yeah, on the radio. But everybody already knew that, Mick. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, was there a thing no. with a... Was there ever like uh, you just interviewed Nile Rogers recently? Was mm-hmm. there like a chic debate about that at all? Was there was there anything no? Like they they said that? that the that Nile Rogers song uh, led to the making the beat for the Sugar Hill Gang. That's but I'm saying, oh, but it wasn't like uh, they didn't like take it wasn't like a sampling then almost. No, they took the the, the beat. That's yeah, what they did. The yeah, full yeah, song. Yeah, no, but it wasn't a sample. They played it. They played, they played the actual played song. Yeah, but even like uh, yeah, yeah. But even White Lines was that other song. The, yeah, the, it was liquid. Yeah, uh, liquid, liquid, liquid. Yeah, Cap, Cap, I think the name of the song was Cavern. Yeah, the something like that. So yeah, I mean, that was done then more than it became more production at the time. You just find good le- good beats. Yeah, you... hip hop rips people off. It's just yeah. like how they say, like how, how they say, uh, uh people, uh, uh, cultural mis- misappropriation or oh, whatever yeah, yeah. it is. When you, hip hop is the biggest cultural misappropriation. <laughs> you, you, everything, you, everything is hip hop. You know. You, you just take it and you flip it and you make it hip hop. And you make it your own. Yeah, absolutely. It was it Rick Rubin? I heard in some interview he said like he found out really early if you can like find a way to loop. Like I think it's under ten seconds of a song. It you can register. do it without paying them. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, he learned that. He's like, if you got to find ten seconds, you can loop to make a good beat. Yeah, but that fine. doesn't. I don't think that holds up anymore. I don't think you do that anymore. No, probably not. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't hold up anymore. It's unfortunate. So now, the, it's a funny term. I'm going to sound even wider saying this. Oh, okay, now, you may you want to buckle in. Oh, sweet uh, before Jesus. being an MC, oh. the term was b boy, right? B boy, and you were a b boy that was basically a dancer and like someone that would like help liven up a party when you were somewhere, and then one day. They just started rapping on on microphones to add to that. Am I right? I mean, that's what happened. Well, well, what basically happened is like the the the, the life of a b boy is very short because you know what what you're trying to do and is you know and after a while it got even more and more athletic. That when when rock steady in them and they started spinning on their heads and mm-hmm. you know and and uh, no, you know our our b boy and we was cool, so I didn't want to have to do all what Crazy Legs was doing mainly because I didn't want to fuck up the crease in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So we yeah, had to ruin the white too pretty quickly. You see what I'm saying? So we had to get move dirt on. on your back from doing a windmill. <laughs> right, it's like you spinning on your head, boy. And I had a receipt in the hairline anyway. I'm like, no, we ain't doing none of that shit. <laughs> you know, give me the mic. Let me, you know, let me, let me try to be interested. You know what I'm funny. saying? And they, I've watched things where they talk about that flip in the time, like it was. 
the DJ show kind of in the beginning of like the, the party scene of it. And the MC was just supposed to be like just the people on the left now, yeah. just people on the And then when they started putting, putting like poetry and like lyrics to it, like they said, the DJs were kind of like, hey, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> like they were kind of in the, you know, yeah, well, it was, even it was, Eric and B and Rakim, it's like they still announced the DJ first. Like they, right, right. But yeah. that, that was that was the protocol. Yeah. DJ yeah. Jazzy DJ's Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yeah, DJs you know? was yeah. more, more important. Then that, but you know, after the records, it kind of you know, well, most people dropped their DJs. We just kept our DJ's name in the front, which right. which was the biggest mistake of our career. <laughs> <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And also, it used to be the thing where you would just say your name twice. You were Melly Mel. A lot of people changed their names after that fact. Right. But you kept Melly Mel the whole time. Yeah, you know, you know, you, you want to try to keep it real and then you wind up being real broke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, you, I want to go to Hollywood too. I, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's really great. So they start doing that, and at some point, um, you get people together and you start uh, your own rap group, I guess. Right? There's the best yeah, yeah. And what I liked is that um, one of the songs that was a hit, "Freedom," wasn't even supposed to be yours. Right. It was supposed to go to uh, Love Bug Starsky, but he had a lisp. You know this? Yeah, right. He, he does his. He, you, you must have listened to. Oh, there's so many, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many. So that that yeah he yeah. Sure, this is right. Yeah. Yeah, um, Don't need no mistakes here. I've seen a lot of pictures of Mick. Most of them is coming yeah, in my the house. Post me, you're they, writing well, down things like this so I don't right, screw things most up. Most of it was in the post office. So <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know if it's child support or, or it's his klepto career, but uh, yeah, but, but that, that's, that's, that's what happened. Uh, yeah. Uh, Who made that decision? What? To the, give you the song. Uh, Miss Miss Robinson and Starker Stark, yeah, but and now and right now see Notorious B.I.G. He had a lisp, but by then you know everybody was just you know, but but that that was like old school rules, like you know, like in, in the um in the in the Motown days, like if you had a lisp, you you couldn't you know. So then we just got the record, we put you know put Flash involved him in the record. To, it seemed like it was cutting on the record because you you know that's how the the, instru- the instrumentation was. And then after that, it was history. I was our first big record on Sugar Hill, and right. you know, we was off and running. And then what's wild, which I still think to this day, there's not enough people that do this, is you always have a very like socially conscious lyrics. I mean, the message and white lines and stuff like that. It's very, you know, trying to make uh, an actual quote a message to the music, not just "Hey, look how cool I am. I'm cooler than you. I have more money than you." Right. That is not really done to this day. Still, most rappers don't do that. I mean, some you could argue like Kendrick, maybe you know, but yeah, yeah. But that, that, uh, I, and I think that was the the part of rap that made rap. Uh, it kind of expanded what what it could be, mm-hmm. and then it expanded the audience as well, and and and, uh, and then it spurned on a couple other groups. You know, the Poor Righteous Teachers and X Clan. And of course, you know the, the the great Public Enemy. You know, big shout out to Chuck D and Flav Flav. I love I love you, dudes. And uh, and I, I think I think actually that was the high point of rap. And then right after that, as a, I don't know if it's a coincidence or it was just something that was planned to happen. Right after that, N.W.A. comes in. Everything turns into gangster rap. And then, uh, as far as I'm concerned, being that I'm one of the more you know 
serious rappers, that's when the wheels fell off the wagon. Well, you could, I mean, people say that a lot. Like, let's use rock as an example, right? Because I come from a rock background more than anything else, but. No. One God Wizard? You sure? Yeah, I was. By the way, that was my uh, my breakdancing name was the G Wiz. Ran across the groove into the rock and roll radio. He was in the hip hop uh, Hall of Fame. I was in the breakdancing Hall of Fame. Like, uh, excuse me, could you move away from the bathroom? We're trying to get this shot. (laughs) Longest white guy to do a knee spin. Seven seconds. Longest knee spin ball I get seven seconds oh, before he face great. planted. That's <laughs> really great. All right, so then uh, okay, a couple of things that I, that I thought was interesting is that your lyric, of course, that um, from uh, the message was inspired by "Living for the City" by uh, Stevie Wonder. Absolutely, that's fucking cool as shit that you heard that and that man that was originally from a different song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were the, the, an earlier rap song and you put it into, into yeah because the see and, and and that's how hip hop is. You take something and I just took like you know. The, the basic theory of what he was doing. So I'm saying I'm doing, uh, you know, my rendition of what living for the city would have been if, you know, if I wasn't a singer and I was a rapper. Mm-hmm. And that's a child is born with no state of mind, blind to the ways of mankind. When he, when he, he did a boy's born in, in hard time, Mississippi, surrounded by, you know what I'm saying? So I just, you know, just flipped it. You know, it's funny. My daughter's 20 years old. Loves hip hop. And she's listens to, you know, she listens to the classic stuff. Cause she do she's good. Good kid for music. As like mm-hmm. a, a fan of music myself, she kind of knows it all. But and I like to believe it's just age that you're supposed to get to a point where you're like, I don't get the new stuff at all. But man, if I, I saw Kendrick Lamar live at Bonnaroo, he blew me away. He played with a live band. I thought what he just did was amazing. But I genuinely everything she likes, I've watched it with her to give us some sort of a chance. But like the little babies and debate, I, I, don't, I, don't. I genuinely don't understand it. It doesn't make it's, and I'm I'm sure a hip hop fan for what sure. What do you think right? of like someone like Lil Pump? Do you want to fucking kill him? Like I can't imagine. No, but see, this is what it is. Is not really understandable. But then when you do understand it, and if you can understand it, you're probably a loser. <laughs> <laughs> too too much too much hip hop and weed. We'll turn you into a loser. <laughs> and nobody wants to admit it, but that that that's what it is. You because know what I mean? but also though, like you like you said this in an interview where Drake songs, whether you like him as a as a rapper or not, they're they're somewhat catchy. So you was like, all right, you know what? Maybe I don't love him as a rapper, but his songs are catchy. Yeah, you, right? you wouldn't even I mean, I I thought uh uh he was basically a singer because well, most of the stars. songs it got yeah. yeah, it got it got singing in it. The so, auto tuning right. and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. But at yeah, least it's but at least it's catchy. Where there's other songs that like I try to like to like I use Little Pump as an example. No, you there's can't. nothing there for me. Well, I, can't. I watched uh, I watched that thing it was a Travis Scott because I've seen him perform like live performances on YouTube and stuff where I'm like, mm-hmm. Well, that guy goes for he does a rock star performance, which is important. <laughs> Difficult. I've been to a lot of rap shows that were terrible because the person just didn't know how to put on a show. One of the best hip hop shows I've ever seen was LL Cool J a, a million years ago. Oh, but I'm like, oh, he came out and did it. Like he did a, f- a fucking show. I went to go see uh, Nas, Wu Tang, and uh, Busta Rhymes on that last tour they did. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, I thought to me, Busta Rhymes stole that show from everybody else. Yeah, like, he puts crazy. on a show. Yeah, he's, he's sick. <coughs> he's got like, yeah. the Wu-Tang Clan's just smoking pot until yeah, they're trying to see, sing. Now he, and I see, love him, but it was here's, crazy. Here's the thing with hip-hop, and, and this is why hip-hop should not, should not be taken seriously. Because <laughs> I say all the time, 98% of what anybody says in hip-hop is just some guy, and he's talking shit. Yeah. Right. So if you take... His bullshit serious, 
then what does that make you? Right. And I'm telling you, I like the line you said, like real gangsters, real like street thug guys are not going to turn into become rappers. They, they're they not. not. Do it. Well, here's the interesting thing because, uh, you know, I was like, like Tupac. Like the problem is when you start trying to like mimic the the character you've created. Yeah. You know, because like Tupac, they said was like. A good kid who I mean, lived, he was dancing who lived, around like, to the Humpty Dance. Well, I mean, not, it, it, but it, it, I'm it, saying he went to school to be a dancer right. and poet and stuff. Yeah. So he was like, not that it makes him a soft guy necessarily, but he's like an artistic mind. He's not really like, let's get in the streets. Right. Kind of, and then he, he became that. It kind of like right. what took him down himself, like trying to find that, that smoke. Well, look, the, the, average, the, average, uh, the average good rapper is actually a great actor. Mm. And that's why oh, it translates. You have to be an actor to yeah, be a good rapper. Yeah, they're, because they're, they're, uh, they're playing a part. Like, they, right. they, they, they rap uh, persona is actually an act in itself. Right. I mean, they, they, they don't want to admit it, but, you know, no, nobody is that. It's just like, it, it, from what I know, guys that kill people, they're not right. going to be a rapper. They don't have that much to There's say. There's very few people that live and breathe hip-hop like I do. No, oh, yeah, Ralph. You're the <laughs> guy. The, the thing that I love that you said is what, that really speaks to me because that, that stupid list, I think it was Billboard. I don't remember who did top 50 rappers. Old. I don't remember who it was, but they put you at 48, right? And then you said this thing that could not be more make more sense to me. It's like, well, who made the list? Like if it's just some idiot in a fucking back room that says, all right, I'm making a list, it's nonsense. If... Five rappers that you really respect the hell out of put that list together. Right. That makes sense, and it, the way I equate it so very often that. in on it's this show, that. it's never that. No, it's... so like I get shit a lot on this show, right? Very commonly get shit. Jay is hilariously well, funny. They've seen your behavior, right? <laughs> they know. So I always look at well, where is that coming from? You know, if it's if it was three or four really good radio people that I respect, like if Howard Stern said, "Hey, I listen to your show and I fucking hate it," that might bother me. Right. But some jerk off that just says I, I don't listen when Jay's not here. How could that be anything that means anything to me? Who are you? Like, why should I give a shit of your opinion? And that's when I, when you said that, it made so much fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, and they just culture vultures, you know. They they they'll, they'll do it, and and that's how hip hop. Some gets, people lobby for it too. Some people like yeah. care that much they lobby to be on the list. And but, right. But that's how it gets uh it gets watered down and it gets corny. Because they'll put the list together without no, there's no criteria. It's right. just, I mean, even with Billboard, I guess the main criteria would be records. But then they just get Professor Hip Hop or Doctor Hip Hop <laughs> or, or whoever this guy is or girl. It could have been a female. Who knows? But they get that person to do the list, and then everybody gets gets caught up in the, you know, the, the back and forth and oh no. But but I always say, and th and this is what I live by. If if you think that is fifty great rappers, you're definitely not one of them. <laughs> not, not, and, and like, I, I, I mean, if you look at everybody on the list, nobody really says nothing that's actually great. It's right. hip hop. The, and like I said, hip hop is some guy and he's talking shit. He's fucking with you. Right, right. That's why when, you, when, you, when you talked about a lot how, you know, that, how you can beat so many of the other rappers. I'm not going to drop names right, right now. Right. But the interesting thing about it is that I think, if, especially if you look at it from the perspective of, well, what's your fucking message? Like, what are you saying? The message. Then, then, the message. Then it makes a lot more sense. I was like, yeah, of course that makes sense because most of that rap is is superfluous. It doesn't have a, a, a message behind it. I like. The I think there's no authenticity when someone puts a list together that's not in the business. Right. That's the this thing. is what Mel is saying. You got to be in the business to create a list of who's the greatest rappers. Have you ever rapped before? Only because you went to a concert and you worked for Billboard does not mean that you are authentic enough to 
give us a yeah. list. It happens That's in comedy, too. Well, it happens well, in comedy, well, too. To those watching the video, no. they're just a ghost speaking. No, what, what, what he said is right. No, but no, say, Shannon? What, you don't know if I'm supposed to put him on camera or not. <laughs> no, no, no. What he said was right, but okay. nobody, he's not supposed to talk. Nobody <laughs> nobody told him to say shit. <laughs> okay. See, he, he just come around, he steal my shine, <laughs> and then he steal other people's <laughs> shit. And then they blame me. Yeah, and by the way, he's like, yeah. Melly Mel said that walking in, and he's like, I'm going to say that on the mic. Melly Mel stole a fucking toilet paper. I want to say something interesting to to Mel's point. He said before about uh, the actors, like mm-hmm. rappers become good actors. Because I'm watching, uh, it's very fun. I love watching like biopic stuff and the Wu Tang Clan saga on mm-hmm. Hulu. is very entertaining. I do love, however, when they throw in things that can never be the case. But I think several of the guys playing the Wu Tang Clan members, they're not the actual guys. They're other rappers who they hired to play them in the right. show, and they're all like. Really good actors. Like it's de- well, they're really good actors because I mean, a guy plays old dirty bastard where you like forget it's not him. Like he's that good at it. Wow, and it's pretty amazing. With it. Dave East plays uh, Method Man. Plays Method Man. Yeah, yeah. He's like it's Method Man. That's like, cool. When you see I haven't it, watched it yet, but that's cool. They do a really. Uh, I want to ask you this question. There's a, there's a skit on SNL that has stuck with me for 40 years. Okay, and I don't know if you've ever seen it, so I'm curious. That's why we're gonna play it. This is when the message I was. 12, I think it came in 82. Am I right? right. So I was 12. And to me, it was like the, the coolest thing in the world. Love the song. And then, I don't know if you know this either, because like, by the way, it took me- Are you in the video? I'm in the video. No, it took me a week. <laughs> See, you got to stay, but you got to stay away from that back. Let me guess, you know? Ralph. You're doing yeah. the windmill in the back of the video <laughs> no, with Joel Lowenstein. I want to know if you ever no, saw he's this. He's the guy that you leave the green gum in the urinal. That's this guy here. <laughs> I want to know if you ever saw this video of SNL bringing- Showing, uh, this is when, it, this is 1982, when it told me, oh, the message is fucking super mainstream right now. It's a two-minute skip. We're going to cut it down to like about a minute in. The idea is they're singing under the boardwalk in the bathroom is the concept here. Okay? Go ahead. They all just start singing in the bathroom under the warwalk is the concept, okay? Just as friends, they just whatever, okay? So just it starts in about 10 seconds. I just wonder if you ever saw this. I never saw You'll see why in a minute. You never saw that. No, it's oh, one, right. it one reason I, I very rarely watch Saturday night because I was out getting drunk and high right. on Saturday nights. It's like right, it makes sense. That's me time. That's well, my me I, time. In my defense, I was twelve for God's sake. <laughs> and it's funny because it stuck with me for forty years, and it took me like a week to find that. And I finally found. I wanted to know if you knew that. That's pretty no, wild. No, that, that, that's kind of nice. Though. Do that's you not... remember how fast after the songs got popular did they try to commercialize you? Do you remember like when they started coming to you for like? We now want this to be for like Maytag appliances or something, and you got to be like, oh shit! No, but, well, that kind of took a, a while to happen because when, when we first started doing hip hop, is is not like Wall Street. Uh, they sure. they kind of rejected it. Sure. So it was just we did a lot of shows and 
You know, I don't think we did, got our first commercial till maybe 20, 20 years later, maybe. Yeah. And then, then you know. They got to become a classics yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing that's crazy is like, you know, not just were you a pioneer in the industry, but finding other people that are obviously incredibly talented too. Like when White Lines came out, uh, the video that I don't think was ever really officially released, right. but Spike Lee pre- uh, directed it, right? And Lawrence Fishburne is in it. Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Nice. And that's not, I don't, it never was really like officially the video or whatever, but right. it was it was the video, right? Yeah, well, well, the story behind the video is Spike Lee is an up-and-coming uh, 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 film director in college. Mm-hmm. So he made he makes the video. And I'm sitting in the, in the studio out in New Jersey, and uh, and uh, Mr. Robinson, you know, he looks at the video, and uh, Larry Fishburne has got the white suit on, and he's walking around, and the girls is dancing, and and uh, and uh, I said, yeah, well, who did the video? He's like, you know, some some fucking guy. I said, so what you gonna do it? He said, I told him go fuck yourself, <laughs> right? <laughs> so now I want to say about maybe a year and a half. A year and a half later, he's all excited. He comes out to the office, going on the office, Mella. So I get to the office, get the jersey, shows me the same video, Spike Lee, but you know, now he's <laughs> big Spike Lee. And then uh uh said, Yeah, we're we gonna try to do it, we're gonna try to do it. And then and then Spike Lee told him, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and then just as a part of White Lines, well, also it's awesome is that that lyric about he's out on bail was about DeLorean. Right. I never knew that. And then also the the ch- the like chorus in the back was inspired by Twist and Shout. Right, right, I, absolutely. Because he I, actually, uh, Ron 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 Osley was in the studio when we actually did the record. So that was the part. Um, adding the "Don't Do It" to the record to make it an anti-drug song because you know we was getting high. Right. So I, I imagine though it, it made much made more people want to want to do white cocaine than yeah, stop they it. Kind of you know because it was a party song. <laughs> made, you know, yeah. and uh, and then and Ron Osley was there, and then that's when they added you know twisted shout and higher baby get higher baby. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, before we go any further, yes, <laughs> responsible adults. You know me, dude. I'm showing up for the yacht rock show. <laughs> you know that he's got to come in if it's a yacht rock show. And I've got a long way to go. All the way to Transylvania. Got a long... No, dude, you have to be my Michael McDonald. Uh. And I've got a long way to go. Such a long way to, to go. To make it to the corner of Mexico. And I ride like the wind. Ride like the wind. You know, it's International Women's Day, Ralph. Yeah, that's why I'm doing this. Yeah. You know how I feel about it. If you're over the age of 21 and you're living in a state where Delta 8 is legal, which is where? Oh, shit. 48 states, I think. <laughs> I think that's right. The lower 48. Uh, at, least, at least 48 of them. Probably 48 of them. The now other the, ones are gay places. No, those gay states. Kentuckys and whatever. Stay away from those states. The Kentuckys and whatever. Go to YoDelta.com. You can stock up on high-quality lab-tested Delta 8 vapes, gummies. What's your one of choice? Is it vape or gummy? What do oh, you do? I vape while I gummy. <laughs> I try to chew the gummy and then get the vape inside <laughs> the gummy. And that's then I it. chew the gummy more. Wow, I can't be easy. Yes. All, all while listening to, to Yacht uh, Rock. I've got a lot of time on my hands, you know? The city shuts down at four. I got about two hours before the sun comes up. I play around. I dabble. That's fair enough. I, I doodle. Go, go to YoDelta.com, uh, the official Delta 8 sponsor of Gas Digital Network. Use the promo code GAS. Get 25% off. When you want to get high, you won't have such a long way to go. You definitely saw Robbie Dupree on the paper. No, I did not. Yes, you did. I, by the way, you went from okay. not knowing it all to knowing completely. I swear. It's a one-hit wonder. I swear my Nobody life. knows one-hit wonders out of the blue from not knowing it at all to one-hit wonder. It's okay. You can cheat. He's still going to win. 
I said it was an R. I knew it was an R. And then all of a sudden, the whole thing came to you and the name of the song all at once. Okay. I didn't realize. Oh, were you under hypnosis? Did you have a childhood trauma? Maybe you uh, want to remember just also? Just like the Arthur theme. Did a I rabbi did touch your dick and butthole, Ralph? Mute him. Mute the vampire. All right, let's get back into it. Uh, YoDelta.com. Use the promo code gas. And then just to, well, I want to get into like what's going on now. We're also going to tell a story when you met Jasper Isley. <laughs> we're also going to get it. We're going to play a little 80s. Met, uh, met Rudolph. <laughs> we're going to talk about the new podcast, and we're also going to play the new hit. We're going to play some 80s hip-hop trivia. I mean, uh, name that tune. But in, to- in continuing... The idea of you finding people or working with people before they were famous. You did a children's book with Lady Gaga before she was famous. Is that right too? Yeah, yeah. That's fucking crazy. A portal in portal in the park. park. Right, and that was before she was anybody. Yeah. And there's two songs with her on that. On that. Yeah, she very very talented. I went in the studio because the woman that did the record, she's just like trying to you know just. Bear down on us going to, yeah, we're going to go in the studio and I'm have somebody in. I'm like, listen, they don't do records like that. We have to have some pre, you know, pr- production and just a plan, you know. But then I went down to the studio just so she could stop bugging me about going <laughs> to the studio. So the girl is, 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 is right there, you know, she's in the studio. And then I'm like, oh, okay, uh, okay, let's, let's see what you got. You know, it's just amazing. That's amazing. They're wasting That's so my fucking high. time. And then she was really good, right? Oh, yeah. She was really good. And then I, you know, we worked together. We put the song together, and and uh, I went to, uh, you know, she was doing like, uh, 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 like it was kind of like White Soul with like some college kids, and, mm-hmm. and I went and checked out a couple of times, and I thought that that stuff was better than her stuff now. So now months go by, I don't hear nothing from her. Asked my man Rock. I said, Rock, uh, whatever happened to uh, Stefani? I think her name. Stephanie, was. Yeah. What happened? Whatever happened to Stefani? And then, and then this is what he said. He said, oh, yeah, she's doing a, 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 a club music now, and she's going to change her name to Lady Gaga. I said, did she lose her fucking mind? <laughs> but that just goes to a show. meat suit at the Oscars. No, but that just goes to show. She believed in her. But she was, I, I'm telling you, if, if she was to ever get back to the stuff that she was doing, I thought that that was yeah. better than her. When I, I did uh, it was really good stuff. When That's, I did my crowd really, work show, really, when I did my crowd work show, we filmed it at the bitter end. That's where and she used to play became, all the time. And became yeah. friendly with the owner there, and he had so many. He goes, Stephanie would just come in on like Tuesday nights and just do shows, like empty place, but she would just. She used like, to be unbelievably talented. There was this yeah, like super a, duper talent. Yeah, yeah. There was this party called the motherfucker party that I used to go to with my ex girlfriend Dawn. It was like go go dances of, and she was one of the go go dancers back then. You see her all the time, and then when she made it big, Dawn said, "You know that was that's Stephanie." I'm like, "Oh, really? That's fucking crazy." By the way, another thing that's wild. And I was trying to think of other rappers that I could say this about, and Jay's going to make fun of me for this. But yeah, that's what I do. I can make a noise where you're like, oh, you're talking about Melly Mel. If I just go, Rah, it's like, oh, that's Melly Mel, See? right? No other rapper that I could think of, maybe the yeah for fucking Lil John, but that isn't, I mean, it's in Beach Street, it's in White Lines. Yeah. Right. I just like that you were like, I don't think it's ever, and then you immediately thought well, of other than one. that's a yeah, it's a word, though. That's a word. Rah is sure. not a word. So, that's a cool thing that you decided to just like seed that into songs and became synonymous with that noise. Yeah, but you know, I got that from um, Tony the Tiger. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> when I when I was like, you know, watching the Saturday morning cartoons, and this is something I did even before I was rapping. And they would say they're great, and I would go rah. That's and awesome. I, and it, I just stuck with it, and that's that 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 fucking cool shit. Yeah, I, yeah. So also, by the way, which I think you're in your early sixties. Am I right? Yes, yeah, sixty-one. Okay. And Throughout your entire life, for the most part, in fucking ridiculous shape. Yoked. Right? 
yeah, yoked yeah. from day one. You even entered the like you went to the WWE for a hot minute, right? Well, like, I, I I tried. I went to uh I went to the to, uh the wrestling school and uh but and and what I found out is the preparation to being a wrestler is just is probably harder than the actual wrestling itself. Oh yeah, oh, I'm sure. Because once, sure. once you get to the top level, it's more like dancing. But then you know you That's still got to learn. Out. They and phase take the out bumps. people by the schools because anyone could join a wrestling school. So they phase people out by like quickly. You'll see like if you could do that or not. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm still trying to make a comeback. I'm still holding that on the bucket list. Vince McMahon is somebody I could be the best pitch guy. See, guys, right now they can't sell it, but I you know I still, yeah, I, a, I still got the body man, you'd for fucking it. Nail. Yeah, I'd kill it. I kill. I got the body for it. You know what I mean? Just. You know, just work with me. Just don't kick me in the head too hard. Or, or <laughs> and recently you started a podcast in the gym. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I do most of it in the gym. It's called uh, Melly Mel's Hip Hop Corner. Right. Where, we, you know, we discuss all things that's important and non-important in hip hop. It's, it's coming along real good. We yeah, I watched a couple episodes. I see you, you You mentioned a lot of other guys to tell them to come in and, and, and work out with you and stuff. That would be cool. Yeah, because did. we got to make that a culture just like how we could. See, a, a lot of the, the cultures that's, that surrounds hip hop now is more subculture, but then it's all negative. You know what I mean? It's just like even all the hip hop podcasts. It's a bunch of guys, and they just bicker with each other. Right, and oh, and yeah, and that's yeah. what people expect out of hip hop, but that's not true hip hop. Like just bickering was like hip hop is like the bridge. It's like you know, hip hop takes you from here to there. Hip hop don't keep you, you know, in the whole negativity and the beef. Can I and, can I play devil's advocate with you for a second, if you sure, don't mind? Sure. The fact that you did come out and say that you're better than uh, other people on that list. Of the fifty, does that not incite bickering, or am I wrong to well, assume that? It, it it incites bickering because they don't think I'm right. You see what I'm saying? I'm right. He's not going to bicker back because you go. No, I'm just right. No, but look, after look, if they was to put everybody on stage, I'm still going to look better and stronger than them at the at the at the, at the Grammys. I was the be- I thought I was the best looking guy there. I mean as far as my physical presence, you oh, know, I mean, not yeah, for sure. not the performance or anything like yeah. that, you know, because that's you know that's my image. So I mean that's that's where the bickering is. It's like I've I've done it so long and then yo, Mel, he couldn't really you know, but I don't I you know, nobody would rap the same way that they would rap 30, 40 years ago. Sure. Of course the styles yeah. change, everything's changed. But my image is still you know, I'm still one of the best looking guys in the business, and that's that's not that's not going to change no time soon because because like see this is how I see it they too real they just looking like guys off the street I would never have done that like it's just look like a regular it's about, guys it's off the about street. the I mean not the, it's about the theatrics and the and the right. show first for there's sure. two there's two takes on that interesting I find mm-hmm. that like the 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 everyday guy versus like you're the performer you're up there you're doing a thing it is kind of a fun thing I think in music is you get to do that you get to kind of go be cool and larger than life. Doing stand-up comedy, it's interesting. I think it people it reads better when you're just jeans as as basic as you can though. be. That's sometimes a different because, world. because I'm saying it's almost like they do need to see like they're supposed to be connecting with you on like a real level where it's like not but where music is a performance. Music's yeah, supposed but, to be larger than life. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and that's why the all the greats, they they didn't, you know, they didn't they don't do what they do now. Like Elvis and, and Michael never did a song together. Prince and Michael never did. You know, you did your own album, you you didn't do as many features. And the main thing is you had image and you had stage presence. Now see, there's nothing wrong with that, but the one thing that it does, it 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 uh, lessens the talent pool. You don't get street guys to do hip because they doing street shit. Yeah. 
Well, Everything man. is is you know none of it is entertaining. So you you get this guy, he got all these big records, or this girl, she got all these big records, and when you see her on stage, it's like watching Bob Marley's dreadlocks grow. I mean, there's nothing there. You, they, they, but they also can't all these things, it like they're more known for like again, I know them because my daughter is like fans of, but uh, you know, Gunna is in jail for thing the Takashi Six Nine stuff. Like, yeah. all that stuff happens, and you're just like. What's going on? It's just like such it's weird. Not a, like, also, none of it's about the music. Or the, you know, no. Because it, it, they, they, they design it not to be about the music. They're they also getting famous in, in 30 second clips on TikToks right. and things, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. I put up my hand yeah. glides on TikTok, forget about it, blow up. So they're saying it's uh, 50 years of hip hop now. I, I don't know yeah. if that's about right, but let's assume that's about right. Right. That's what the Grammy said. Um, are there newer artists now that you've heard? They're like, well, that that guy's got it. That guy's awesome. Well, it it has to be somebody out there, but I I don't look for uh, uh, even with me myself when we made records. Mentally, I removed myself from what it is that I was doing because I'm trying to do something else. So even back in the day, I was just trying to get high. So we did the record. You know, it is a hit. You know, where's the drugs and where's the broads? I was gonna say, <laughs> you know what, what fueled you, what fueled you more, the drugs or the broads? Uh, uh, the, the drugs on the broads. no, no, the broads. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was absolutely a broad. When we first started doing it, I, you know, I, I want to kind of reap those rewards at some point. Though it is part of what yeah. you're getting there for. Hey, sex, drugs, and rock and roll—it all goes hand yeah. in hand. Quick question: Did you like or hate the Duran Duran cover of White Lines? I loved it. Loved I loved it. it. But, but what, what happened to that is uh, on the on the uh, bad bad boys two, mm-hmm. the yeah. the producer wanted to use that. Their cover song in the movie, but instead of just putting it in the movie, they when they put it out, somebody in California played a make it or break it right for that uh-huh. record, and they trashed it because they yo but the 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 original is so much of a classic. How could you do that? It's blasphemy. I'm like you're taking a fucking check. <laughs> Would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Would you shut the? And so it never made the movie. Oh, uh, they did like a smash or pass on like yeah, on a hip hop radio. Yeah, with the no, Duran no, version. It was a, it was a, regular. It was a, a rock, it was a rock mainstream a, show. A, okay. rock, a rock station. That's funny. But That's you know, White up. Lines is more of a, a of a of a, a pop rock song than well, most of our stuff is. It's more pop than than it is hip hop. Is not, it? You know. Did you have any gripe with like any of the big time like correspondents of hip hop, like a Wendy Williams or something ever? No, no. no. We're so I get always good with like the hip hop stations. I started off in the all black comedy circuits in Philadelphia, which was completely connected to Power ninety nine FM in right, Philadelphia, right. like the hip hop stations. So it was so interesting, kind of like being in that world so much. But I know like like Wendy Williams was just notorious like rappers. Yeah, but see, hated we, no, her. But because see, if you're messy, then that gave her uh, ammunition. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. But we never, I never, I never. To this day, I've never been a. Well, I had one DWR, but I've never been arrested. I never shot nobody. I never stabbed nobody. I never went to prison. No like TMZ me. drama. <laughs> no, nothing yeah. like I mean, that. As you just going back to the, the In the Gym and the podcast, like, where did you first get into working out? Like, What inspired you to do that? Uh, one of the guys in the group used to do a lot of push-ups. He, he died, uh, Cowboy, uh, may he mm-hmm. rest in peace. So when he used to get down, and so it was like male ego, he would do push-ups. Then I would do push-ups. But then after a while, I started taking it more serious and reading up on it. You know, I go to all the shows. I just uh, went to the Arnold Classic uh, 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 this, oh, this, yeah. uh, about a couple That's of cool. weeks ago. Yeah. So I'm really into it, like read all the books and what to do or what not to do and, you know, and, and how to be, you know, uh, uh, natural and stay natural and and just you know grow into your workout. So that, that that's that's great. what I meant. With How many now. days a week? Are My step pop was out? in the powerlifting, but none of that was natural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I try to work out every day. Like like I I 
I might work out after I leave here, but you know, but I'm just I just yeah, was did I see one so. of your podcasts? I watched. It was like two in the morning. You were in the fucking gym. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but that that's when you can get your best because like like now in certain gyms, it just be way too many people there. So right. I like to work straight out. I don't like to wait. I don't wait or wait around. I don't do a lot of talking. So there's really nobody there to talk to in, you know, three, four in the morning. But yeah. I've been doing that for years. I'm a I'm a fat shit for sure. But <laughs> what's interesting enough, what, I'd be a lot worse if I didn't do anything that I did. Yeah. Brutus uh, between, Beefcake. Between, between playing <laughs> basketball and stuff. But on the road, I've started doing this. I've started f- fighting the urge to do this, think this is ridiculous. Not that I'll go to the hotel gym. Mm. But sometimes at night when I, I have my most energy, because I just got done doing shows. I'm right. in a hotel. I have all that energy with nowhere to go. Is a time where I'm like, this is when I should do. Like, I don't want to wake up in the morning and do like exercise. I my love thing. getting up and working out. See, I you do, but I'm saying to me at the end of the night, I'm like, yeah, why not? Like, just bang out push-ups yeah, and sit-ups now. It's like two in the morning, but I'm just sitting. I'm just sitting here watching YouTube videos well, or whatever. Well, it, it, anytime is a good time to work out, and anything you do, Beth, you try to clean a room. That's a workout. <laughs> yeah, anything is better than nothing. That's for sure. Yeah, you're doing no push-ups. Do look, one. We're singing the Ralph stories in our in our in our what's uh, what's the, what's the record with, with the music, the movie with the guy when he was teaching the dude Kung Karate Fu. Kid. Okay, Karate Kid. What did he teach him first? Wax on, he, wax off. Yeah, he wax taught him how to clean. clean the fucking room. That's you know, yeah, we he taught him how to clean. It, so we, anything is a workout. We were driving the other day. I forget on the highway somewhere. I was driving, and there was a car that somebody clearly waxed on, but didn't, didn't wax, wax on. It had all the circles on it. He can only five. So that's why I said right he can only block left. You only get the wax on. Is it, is it, another thing I'm not sure it's true or not. Is it true that you pioneered the idea of rappers touring outside of New York? That you were one of the first to do that? Yeah, well, uh, uh, I mean, because, see, it wasn't like it was radio where we was promoting. So they promoted it was by word of mouth and just passing out flyers. But we were like the first guys to, you know, play in, uh, in New Jersey and, you know, uh, uh, parts of uh, the upstate. Like, we went further than all the groups back then. That's but cool. it was all by word of mouth, though. It wasn't like and, – and actually, dollar for dollar, I made more money back then than I made now. Is How that, was DC uh, in early like hip hop days, like touring wise? Is that like a big? That's like a well, everything outside of New York. I considered it country. I was like, these are some, <laughs> these are some country. Well, I was surprised to find out in DC touring there. They they think of uh, New York as Northerners. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah, consider. Absolutely. They think they're Southern. It's yeah, not that were far. There, were there rappers that you came up with that you can't believe didn't make it? Like guys, you're like, oh, these guys are so fucking talented. I thought for sure that was going to be huge. Well, it, it, yeah, it was a, lo- a lot of a lot of guys uh, 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 that that didn't make it. But you know, uh, well, I, I guess I guess the, the the amount of slots where somebody could be famous, it was so few. So it's like the you know, uh, it's like you had to be more lucky. So I think we we was talented, but I think we was lucky as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, but I remember one time I seen a guy and he they just brought him to me and he starts rapping and cars is going by and he's, you know, rapping and the plane that flew over and whatever somebody had on one car. He put the color of the car to make and the model and the license plate in a rhyme. And then they said, what, what do you think about the dude? I said, yeah, I would sign him if I could sign him. But chances are nobody's never going to hear about you ever again. And I never did. I never oh, heard about this. I thought you were saying that was blah, blah, blah. But no, no, just, no, by no. the way, you, should, no, you ba- shouldn't discount yourself to say you're, you're more than just luck, lucky. Plus, you had opportunity and the ability to, to, to do And the talent. That's and the, the luck thing. and talent. You got, like, I, I said, someone in entertainment myself, like, it's, there's luck. You need luck. Yeah, you need luck. No, you, you got to be lucky. You 100% need luck. You need luck. You need help from others. And but you also need like to have when you get the opportunity you got to be ready for it. You guys are ready for it, or else it wouldn't have been a hit song. Yeah, There's yeah. got to be 
a dozen other people probably in the neighborhood that thought they had the next no, thing. No, but fame kind of caught us off guard. Because mm-hmm. like when we made the first record, Freedom, we were supposed to go out on tour. It was like just a weekend gig. And then Al Heyman, the guy, he's a, he's a box promoter now, but he used to, to promote uh, uh, you know, the R&B songs. And we went, on, we went on tour for like about six weeks. So we wow. only had a, a weekend's worth of clothes, and we stayed on tour for six weeks. And uh, so it, it did, it did cut. And, and, then, and then when the drugs came into play, it's like we all young guys, yeah. and by the time we get you know, on, on the next year of making records, that was gonna be my question. Is, is, what was the youngest heads. you were? What was the youngest you were on like a tour bus tour? Oh, uh, I, I was I think 20, 20 or When did you first? That's got to be dangerous. That's the most yeah, dangerous. You're exactly. really like that's got to be its own got, world. We got money, you know, and they, and they come look for you back. Say the cocaine guy. So he's like, you know, yeah. The, he, 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 ain't he, no one he, looking you know, out yeah, for you. Was it on that freedom tour when you realize, oh, this is getting way bigger than I thought it was? That was when you made that realization, or there was a moment. Was that the moment? No, absolutely. Because oh, because uh, like I said, everything came so quick. You know, just yeah. being, you know, just trying to. If you leave your house for a weekend and then you don't come back home till like six weeks later. It's um, like, uh, you and know. also, do you still do your best to rap without cursing? Because you're one of the few that did. Well, now, now you could curse more now, but I still try not. You know, I still try because you want you want to keep it clean for kids. You don't want nobody to explain whatever it is that you're doing yeah. to a kid. Because if they got to do that, chances are you you're doing it wrong. Yeah, Jay, if you have to explain what you're doing to a kid, you're definitely doing it wrong. You know, I, I don't have kids around, Ralph. You're the one who imports people. A, Ralph thinks Ralph thinks if it's legal in their country, it's yeah, okay fine. to fucking no, hear. No, no, no. Mr. Human Trafficker. Yeah. Uh, by the way, look, I want to do this. I want to do this. Wait, I just want to ask one, one, one more guy. I know because we have to do this stuff. But uh, Mel, do you, have you ever yourself felt like the need to or even experimented with trying to and for lack of a better term, like modernize your style to like what's happening more. You have absolutely because I mean the style, the styles change and and the, and the game changes. So you know, is I, it like, fun to do that? So kind of like yeah, because you you always that's how talent is. You always gotta yeah. elevate. So sure. I, I I still believe to this day I'm still one of the most improved rappers. Hell yeah! You know that's cool in, that you still want to do awesome. that. It's awesome. That's yeah, great. well, I mean, it's, it's a great life, you know. And I and I understand, uh, I understand what it really means, like what music really means to people. It's like it's the soundtrack of their whole life. Like if you line up all the great, uh, the great musicians and, and the people that written and and in and, and the eras, those eras. Uh, uh, and and that, and that's the thing that I have against r- r- uh, rappers a lot now because if 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 the soundtrack of their life is what's going on right now. That's fucked up. It's a pretty shitty life. It's fucked up. We're going to do a quick game of 80s hip hop. I, I thought we were abandoning the game. No, name that tune. We got, we got time. We're going to do it quick. We're going to do like. Lainey said she has a band that can come in and do this. No, she doesn't. She did. She said that. She did? Yeah. So she has people that can come in and play like the. the I made Shannon work songs. so hard. Though. No, then let's do it. Shannon, Fine. would you be mad if we bailed on it? Whatever is best for the show. See, you can, you can hear no voice. <laughs> I will bail on it then. We'll bail on it. You can hear still, no voice. We said it's a great show of conversation. Yeah, yeah. so by the way, we still have to uh, do the first, mm-hmm. and then I have a, a little surprise at the end, because I did my fucking research and stuff. Okay. All right? So why don't we do the first first? Does that Look, make sense? I heard you love pussy, <laughs> so here you go. The name of the show is the SDR Show, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll Show. We have asked every guest this since the dawn of time, their first experience of all three. Can you believe three. Uh, or No, that was uh, Roberta Flack. Roberta Flack, wrong one. Um, we ask you first experience of all three. We start with rock and roll. We just mean the first concert you went to, not rock show. Just the first concert you went to. Ideally, something we're going to know. 
but whatever you when you went to on your own volition, like I want to go see the show. Okay, the first concert I went to was a Shaka Khan concert. Oh, nice. all right, that's fucking cool. They shit. played at Shea Stadium with a uh, brass construction, Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes, like Shea big, Stadium. That's yeah, big. and she came in from center field in a yellow cab. Wow! And she got on stage, and she never sang a song. But every bishop, everybody loved. I mean, Shaka Khan, they loved her so much. <laughs> Meaning still, that it was all tracks or that everybody was singing every line? No, she was just she just never sang like she, she showed was, up. Yeah, she just <laughs> showed up and she's messing with the guitar player and you know what I mean? And they was singing and they was playing. But everybody loved it so much. I mean, they just loved it. You, you know what I mean? Say, Damn, let me rock you, Chuck. Yeah, and I, and that's what I said. Was, I wish <laughs> I could make a record, but see, God is great. I wound up yeah. making her greatest record. That's I'll awesome. both our greatest records. I'm so cut, cut off. I just want to say to a point I was making earlier about the biopic stuff mm-hmm. with the with that with the rappers, particularly that are always funny. Uh, they always like overcompensate the situation. Like in the Biggie Smalls document uh, biopic, they had him like. Right before he went into that car, he called everyone in his life and said he was going to turn everything around. You know, right, right. like an impossible thing. I don't know why this caught me so hard on that Wu Tang Clan show last night. It's uh, a girl with a, uh, I guess is is dating you God, who okay. was one of like the lesser known guys in the group, and uh, and she was with him and she was talking. She was like, uh, "Yeah, you should do something on your own." He goes, "No, I got it's Inspector Deck actually." And he was like, "No, I got to wait for." Uh, Rizza to make the tracks or whatever. And then this is a girl who had like a gold tooth, uh, like salt and pepper hair and booty shorts on. And she goes, Paul McCartney didn't wait for John Lennon to do whatever. And I'm like, that was never said. That was never said at all. <laughs> like that conversation never, never happened. happened. Yeah, it just makes it, makes it yeah, good for the storyline. This girl was like, yeah. did John, I, go, I don't know if that was the best example. <laughs> so now, now, the first you just said like, did Rufus always ask Sean Yeah, 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 yeah. See? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or Tina Turner, Ike Turner, whatever. But I did, um, the first drug you ever did after weed, unless weed wasn't your first drug. After weed, yeah, uh, unless weed wasn't your first drug. I'm trying to remember. Uh, cocaine is a hell of a drug, <laughs> man. Uh, no, actually, so see, cocaine is weird. The, the first the, we we when we was making records, so now we was always around cocaine, right? But I never would sniff cocaine because it is it it's, uh, would give me sinuses. My nose would get stuffy, mm. so I would just have it on, you know, and just to, you know get girls. You know, they sure want to get high. You know what I mean? And you know, people Trust treat me, I know. you better. I know exactly. So, what you're uh, so we on the bus. Ralph uses fat. And, uh, I know exactly. And they got coke, and then I was sniffing sniffing coke. And and I I didn't really feel nothing. I was like, yo, y'all fucking weirdos. And I just went and went to sleep and shit. So I, it didn't it, it didn't, didn't affect you. my brain. Right. Like it, it, it takes a while for you know for you to really know what it is you get. Yeah. So that was then. I you know we sniffed coke on the bus, and I was I just thought everybody was fucking weird because it, you know. And I went what to sleep. What is this? That's so, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That was the first one. Did after you? Weed. Was there uh, yeah. years of crossover of like a real hardcore like fitness? Commitment and drugs? No, we actually we used to get high and work out. That's what I mean. Yeah, there was. Yeah. It was cross, it, like it, you know, it was, that, everything else. Like I can only eat uh, greens and uh, hormone-free meat. Also, cocaine from some guy, <laughs> <laughs> some guy in the corner. That was my favorite thing. My friends with the vaccine that were like, "I'm not putting that shit." I don't know where it came from from the government. In my arm. I go. You've taken Molly from some guy. crazy. And now the the first time you had sex. Uh, the, the first time I had sex, it was, uh, 
I mean, she had a nice body, but she wasn't good in the face. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, was, I would kill for someone to say that about me. Just she once. was the fastest, ugliest girl that I ever seen. Like we was playing. <laughs> How like, old were you? Fast? Like, no, I was like maybe nine or ten. Ten? Yeah, I was really young. So we playing like. You know, like run. It was a game called Run, Catch, and Catch, right? Catch a girl, freaky girl. But then, yeah. So then we took it, boy. And I kept trying to outrun this fucking girl, <laughs> and she kept like tracking me down, like hunting me down and shit. So she was the fastest fucking girl. That she I ever caught seen you. Yeah, but I've mean, tried to run. That's what, by the way, that was the inspiration for him to working shit. out. Is like, <laughs> you know so that, so that, that was the first time with the fast ugly bro. Oh man, that's wild. Yeah. All right, let me ask you this to go back on the uh, MC thing. You you mentioned a lot um, about you do feel you, which I agree, one of the best uh, MCs. You could probably beat anyone in a rap battle. When is the last time you actually had a rap battle? Uh, I I think in a new music seminar. I think it was like me, Kaz, and uh, 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 what's my man name? Uh, it'll come to me. I'm having a senior moment. Yeah. How but, long ago we talking about? Oh, that's that was a minute ago. That was twenty twenty something years. Did you wow. get hit up by that versus thing at all? Did they like come to you at all when they were doing that over the quarantine? Pretty no, much? I think they. But I think they had an agenda. Like they won a certain amount of songs. I don't think they was they was oh, okay. into the uh, whole like. Uh, it's not, I guess it was a battle, but I never, I never watched the verses anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they they wanted a different, they had a different agenda. You had to have a certain amount of songs, and I guess that's what it would be. That was the interest, like you know, person come, you got ten, eleven songs, and then and then that's that's you know, yeah. right. All right, so um, the, the, the podcast uh, that you're doing from the gym is called Melly Mel's... Melly Mel's Hip Hop Corner. Right. And you can hit me up on uh, uh, Instagram, Melly Mel Glover, M-E-L-L-E-M-E-L. I got to get my numbers up because at this point right now, I got more, uh, you know... You're following? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, I'm following you know, 9 million people. <laughs> I got three followers, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to add a song to the playlist before we go around and do the plugs. Um, I have the new track that has not come out yet called Shoot Em. Right. Which we're going to play uh, on the song, which is not out yet, but we will play it at the end of the show. But before we do, anything else you want to plug before we go around and do all our plugs? No, definitely, definitely the podcast, Melly Mel's Hip Hop Corner, you know, subscribe. Also subscribe, on YouTube subscribe. as well. You can see it on YouTube. Yeah, you, you go to his Instagram. Yeah, yeah. The link is right there on the Instagram Absolutely, as well. absolutely. I got to interject one more time. Melly Mel, Trivial Games with Curtis Blow. They got a tour out. Oh, Can you nice. say that one nice. more time? His mic was low. I right, say it again. Your mic was low. Say it again. Melly Mel, Sugar Hill Gang, Curtis Blow tour. It's called the First Generation Tour. If you nice. see it, pick it up. Is it uh, starting? Ahead, talk the, about the, it, the tour. Yeah, yeah. But we, we you're just getting it off the ground, you know. But we want to. Like, so what we really want to do is have and not wait for you know some outside people to come in and say, okay, yeah, we're putting the show together, and then you know we want to try to set up our whole situation. That's what the podcast. And that's what everything's about. Like by the end of this year, I don't want to talk to nobody about hip hop because all they're going to do is say, yeah, well, we had the 50th anniversary, mm -hmm. you know. So we're just trying to have our whole setup. Already together, then by next year we're self-sufficient. Classic hip hop is up and running, and then not only will we have stuff to do, but all the other classic hip hop artists have things to do. By the way, Curtis Flow, uh, <coughs> first hip hop cover I believe is Run DMC covering Curtis Blow's Hard Times. I think that is the first cover song of hip hop of all they time. They covered his song. They covered his song. I think that's right. I could be wrong, but I think that's right. Jay, your plugs. Um, well, the biggest thing right now, everybody, the special coming out One April fifth. In one week, it'll be out. Um, I don't understand the internet that like is you're obvious. supposed to. So I'm told 
Watch it the first day. Uh, you know, what is it? Comment and share it. We, I put so much money into this thing. <laughs> Self-producing <laughs> is no bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done things with Netflix and Comedy Central before, and it turns out they really throw their money into this, apparently. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm very, very excited. And I was there, I, I, and it was it, a fucking great show. It's it really awesome. We awesome did it live from Skankfest. Dog Belly live from Skankfest, April 5th. Free on YouTube, April everybody. 5th? You said April 8th. April 5th. Okay, you started. I just want you guys to, no, it's a week from today. It's Thursday, uh, Wednesday. Uh, I just want you guys to watch it, enjoy it, share, comment. Very excited about that. And I'm all over the road this weekend. If you're listening, I'm in Spokane, Washington. Uh, After that, West Nyack, New York at Levity Live. Uh, Detroit, Austin, Moon Tower Festival, Nashville Comedy Festival. We're doing the Kid Rock Comedy Jam thing again. So I'm all over the place. And then this summer, whole this summer, we're doing the big... uh, Arena tours with Burt Kreischer. I'm going to the one in, in Pennsylvania with Melissa. I told you already. Well, no. So fully loaded tour. We're doing Forest Hill oh. Stadium, which will be cool. That's the fully loaded Burt Kreischer tour. Uh, we've sold. It's crazy what we've sold in in Hershey, PA. Um, Hershey, PA. Me, Shane Gillis, Tim Dillon, Nick Mullen. Uh, I think we sold 7,000 tickets it, Is already. it a little odd that your plugs are five times longer than Melly Mel's, or is that not odd? <laughs> I, I think I'm in the wrong yeah, business. Melly Mel's a legend. I think I'm I got these people to watch and listen yeah. to these things. I'm trying to understand. But all it's right. fucking awesome, man. So thank you, everybody, who bought tickets for that. And uh, BigJComedy.com for all my dates. I think Bonfire with Robert Kelly on SiriusXM. Before Steve we go to guys. Shannon, I think we have a mystery plug The ghost. As well. The ghost is back again. The ghost is back. I want to ask Melly Mel, why does he go to a gym to do a podcast? What the hell does that mean? Mel, your thoughts? I, Mel? I'm just more comfortable. Mel, in God has just, a question for you. Yeah, just <laughs> right. While while he's trying to steal your wallet, you see, you gotta watch. This <laughs> By the way, I zipped up my wallet and it moved see, an inch to my right. <laughs> see, no, I just feel very comfortable in the gym. I feel. Has, comfortable By the way, has any of the rappers yet taken you on your uh, challenge to come and work out with you, or not yet? Yeah, I think we're gonna set up something to work out with, with Jimmy and them. Okay, so me and Jay should come in and do to one. Take, to take Joe List joke he made about me at uh, Lewis's roast. I'm so don't worry, I'm Jewish, so I chain my wallet to me. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, your plugs. And he goes, how do you know Jay's Jewish? Chains his wallet to himself. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at ShannonLee6982 and listen to my podcast, The Thing Is Ding. We talk about bad dates, fighting, and ghosts. We have all sorts of interesting guests come on, and they tell their own personal stories about their worst date experience, a time they got into a street fight, and an experience with the paranormal. I feel it's a no-brainer. Yes and yes. Does Does Melly Mel believe in ghosts? Yes. I'm a yes. yes. Shannon, yes. Do you believe in ghosts? Absolutely. Okay, yeah, that was a yes. No, it's a ghost. Hallucination. <laughs> no, hallucinating. Is, is a ghost in my apartment right now? Yeah, I mean, God is speaking to all of us right now, so that's enough to know there's apparitions he's, happening he's, all the he's time. He's a ghost. Look at Mick. He's yeah. <laughs> I follow me ever at I am Ralph Sutton. My other podcast on health and wellness is called The Good Trigger Podcast. I invited both Jay and Shannon tomorrow, as we're taping this, to the tasting, but both of you said no. Aww. So we're going to tasting tomorrow. We're opening on... April 3rd, which is a week from Monday, or when this comes out, it'll be open already. Um, And we're going to play the new song right now. Uh, Thank you to giving it to us called Shoot 'em. Uh, It is a premiere, I guess, right? Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's a world premiere. A world premiere for the brand new man. Mally Mal, a fucking honor, man, to have you on. We had had a good time. Thank you so much. A round of applause for everyone. We'll see you Saturday. Who's on Saturday, Shannon? You know it. I don't. Next Saturday, I don't know. Oh, fuck you. Big news, everybody, next Saturday. Oh, it's Hailstorm, I think. Hailstorm is on next Saturday. I'll see you next time on the SDR show. I want to hear this Melly Mel record. Black America has a very serious problem. Problem is gangbanging. Gangbanging, it kills more people than COVID. To me, it's worse than slavery. 
first time that we were slaves, we were in chains. This time, we're in denial. So it's never gonna stop. In front of your house, sitting on your couch. Standing on your block, acting like it's cool, you selling that rock. Sitting in your whip, waiting for the phone for the trip. See a brother kill a brother, why can't we love one another? Everywhere you live. Even in front of your kids, they see your pops in the barber shop. What they done did? They looking for you. What the CMR do? Ooh, what they gon' do? Any hood brother gotta get a Glock, put it to the dome. Here it go. You ain't no gangster. Your name ain't Tony. What? We ain't an elite nigga. You just walked in Pizza Hut. You killed your own kind. I think that is atrocious. Call each other rats, scrambling like a bunch of roaches. Keep playing, you might see the feds, and the feds don't play. CIA. NWA. I see you when I see you, you're an R.A.T. and P.C. Never shot a motherfucker in the hood, all of a sudden you an O.G. I don't understand, my man, but on the block it's understood. They say it's all to the good, y'all seen boys in the hood. Brother don't act black hood, smoke a nigga like drill in the backwoods. All my niggas in the club, let me hear you go pop, pop, pop. You work for the clan, my man, you worse than a slave. Throw your post all up on the gram, pissing on some nigga grave. Way too much ass rolling round in the drop. I'm looking at you, you looking at me, and suddenly, everywhere you go, somebody wanna wet you up. If they don't get that drop on you, they gon' set you up. You killing your own kind, I think that is atrocious. Calling each other rats, scrambling like a bunch of roaches. Kids in the playground, but to stay down, lay down, or somebody gon' do Brothers don't play now, don't play, y'all wanna get away, get away now. Keep kicking it like in play. Never shot a motherfucker in the ghetto. Put you in the studio going. If it ain't the cops or the ops, the bullets don't stop. Gang, gang. Say the gang, get your real family. Now your real family got a gang bang. Every day you online like a chain gang. Social media, the same thing. All my niggas in the club, let me hear you go pop, pop, pop. All my real OGs in the street, you can't meet because they're long gone. They got pipped in the hood real good. Bitch, it's magic, Don Juan. Y'all looking for the smoke and the tote. Broke, broke, stop. Your name ain't Tony what? We ain't an elite nigga, you just walked in Pizza Hut. You killed your own kind, I think that is atrocious. Call each other rats, scrambling like a bunch of roaches. You've been listening to the SDR Show.